Skeleton Crew 2020 Halloween Special. <laughs> So this time we're talking about Pumpkinhead from 1988. After a tragic accident, a man conjures up a towering, vengeful demon called Pumpkinhead to destroy a group of unsuspecting teenagers. This is directed by Stan Winston. You know him from Terminator, Aliens, Thing, uh, writer uh, Ed Justin, and some other people. Uh, this movie stars Lance Hedrickson, uh, Jeff East as Chris, John DeQuano as Joel, Kimberly Ross as Kim, Joel Hoffman as Steve, Cynthia Ban as Tracy. Afraid raising the dead ain't within my power. Will it be alright? Should I be afraid? All she can do is take you straight to hell. You go home and you bury your boy. Some folks say is how she's got powers. Who are you? Ed Harley. What do you want, Ed Harley? Sad. You're looking for vengeance. Vengeance. Sad. There's no graveyard way back deep in them woods. The thing you're looking for is in there. It was an accident. So, Dave, this was another pick of yours, Pumpkinhead, man. So, this is a uh, you know high-profile movie. It has a Scream Factory Blu-ray release. Uh, what made you pick this movie for our big October special at the Skeleton Crew? Well, this is one I, I always tend to watch in October anyway. So, I figured I wanted to bring some things that were representative to the month. So, there's that. It's... It's an 80s film again, 88, just like just like uh, Waxwork was. Hmm. Uh, a great year for horror. It's and again, I didn't, I don't know if you've seen Pumpkin. I don't know why we haven't discussed it. I assume you have, but who knows? I um, yeah, I have. But okay, I, I kind of figured. But it's a, it's a, it's a uh, it's a fun. The second half is fun. The first half is kind of serious and sad. But it's it's one of those kick back, relax. And put it on a movie from uh, from from the eighties, and it's just it's classic, especially for October. So, and I hadn't talked about it before, and I, I know you haven't. I don't know if Jamie has, maybe on Devour. I don't. I don't know honestly. I can't remember. I don't think so. No, I'm pretty sure I haven't. Hmm. Interesting. Huh? All these shows, and we haven't done talked about it. 
Yeah, we would eventually have gotten to it in the collection, but that's way down the line. Oh, I mean, we're yeah, in the like bees right now as far as watching goes. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, another weird tie-in. Dave also picked Waxwork from 1988, and... The guy and the main kid in that was from Gremlins, and oddly enough, the dog who plays uh, who plays Gypsy is the one who played Barney in Gremlins. Oh wow! <laughs> so, <laughs> wow! No shit! That is random. Yeah, it's so random. The one who was tied up with the Christmas lights. Wow! Yeah, well, Gremlins great. kept people busy. <laughs> Yeah, it launched their careers, and then they ended up in uh, these other horror movies in 88. <laughs> That's funny. Well, this movie was not financially successful uh, when it came out. It got a th- it, would, it took $3.5 million. That was the budget. It wasn't successful, but it's gained a cult following over the years. Uh, I'm not really sure. Just like uh, well, Waxwork, we said that you know the reason that movie didn't do well when it came out is because it was so edited down and they took out all the gore for whatever reason. This movie, I'm not really sure why it didn't, it wasn't a bigger success. However, it did spawn a bunch of sequels, right? Isn't there like four of these? I think there are three. Hmm. There could be four, but I want to say three. I think, hold on, there's one and then there's two, which is Blood Wings, which was direct to DVD. And then there was three, there was three other ones that were made for sci-fi or TV oh, shit. or some right. shit. They were shitty. I didn't. I don't know. Ashes to Ashes, I think, was one of them. And I forgot the other name. But I'm pretty sure there's a total of five. Two that were, Ow. you know, direct-to-DVD and, or VHS, for that matter. And the other three were made for television, like, in the 2000s sometimes, like, like later on, you know? Well, it's a great idea. It's like you have this property that why are we not making sequels on this? I mean, you know... I feel like this killer could be just as big as, you know, a lot of these other ones from the 80s. It seems like a pretty logical idea to me to go ahead and take the property and make three more sequels. It's it's a shame that the right people were not at the helm. Uh, I'm curious as to what Pumpkinhead looked like and all that kind of stuff in the sequels, too, now that you're saying they were shit. Um, they did the same thing with Return of the Living Dead. Like... Right. Somebody knew to make sequels of that. That movie's so amazing, and you know we're covering it this October. And you know that movie's so good, and somebody knew to make part two, even though they kind of just repeated the first one. Then they made part three, which they took a new direction. Then it just sat there for years until I think the same thing, like Sci Fi Channel or something like that, bought yep. the rights, right? Yeah, and they made yeah, part... and made them both at the same time, four and five, right? And uh, they were terrible. Right. <laughs> I was able to sit through them, but yeah, nothing. I never watched them again and probably never will. Oh, well, I didn't like them because they changed. Apart from just being cheaply made, they changed a lot of the rules as far as the, you know, killing the zombies. Like suddenly you could kill them with a headshot. That has never been a thing <laughs> right. in Return of the Living Dead. I hit the fucking brain. I'm like, you guys are confused. Like, <laughs> So, uh, did you guys know that Dick Warlock was the first guy to get killed in this movie in the opening? That dude who was knocking on the door to come in the house? That was Dick Warlock. I don't think I did, no. Yeah, that's funny. Wow, another tie-in. How about that? And we had Kane Hodder (laughs) do a a bit in waxwork, and Dick Warlock did a part here. (laughs) Yeah, you you have a weird way of picking movies. I can't wait to see how the rest of them turn out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, the premise here, which, uh, you know, it didn't even really, it wasn't even in the synopsis in any way, but basically these kids, they, uh, they're going on a trip to go hang out in a cabin and they have dirt bikes and they start riding their bikes before they get to where they should be. So it was kind of a more of a populated area. They go to a, like a, like a store, like in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like one of those just weird stores in the middle of nowhere. And this guy's son is running around with a dog or something. And these kids accidentally hit him with their with their dirt bike and the kid is like this is this is the quintessential kid to feel sorry for i mean he's designed by god and and casted exactly perfectly to be this unassuming sweet kid who's doesn't seem very bright and he's like got these thick glasses on this like floppy moppy hair and he's just like you couldn't have a single ill feeling about the kid and then he gets killed this way and it's like so depressing and sad i mean you could if if this movie was bigger and more popular and people cared more you could almost compare him to cage from pet cemetery as far as like oh my god how horrible is this you know but uh so this kid gets killed and lance it's lance hendrickson's kid and he wants to get revenge on these kids and the way he chooses to do it is he goes to this witch. What I thought was supposed to happen, I guess I zoned out or something, is that he would just make his kid come back to life. And I thought I was watching Pet Cemetery for a minute. I'm like, what the hell is this? I guess they don't. I guess they read that book, huh? So he he goes and does this, but then it's not only that, but this pumpkin head creature comes to life. And then he's going to go kill these kids who are responsible for killing Lance Hendrickson's son. So it's a whole nother thing. And then throughout the movie, Lance Hendrickson, uh, he could see and feel what this pumpkin head is seeing and feeling as he kills these people. And he hates this feeling that he's getting and he regrets it completely. So now he's going to go kill pumpkin head before he kills the rest of the kids. So that's the premise, basically. So what did you guys think of of uh, this movie? What do you got? Well, I've always liked it. I've liked it since it came out. It's uh, It was actually kind of hyped uh, in like Fangoria magazine at the time. And we were waiting for it to come out, you know, and then it came out and they were talking about the design of them and everything else. And at the time, you didn't have a lot of creature features and they were trying to kick off. a. That's what it was. When he came out, he was like the first creature that I could recall that I'd seen in a while, even though the eighties was what it was. I can't like sit back and, you know, name a lot of like creature, like, I don't know. You mean besides like ghoulies and stuff? Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, the thing was, was what it was and it was an alien and right. Ghoulies and all that other shit. But I mean, this was like a standalone monster that came out. I guess Rawhead Rex was there at some point, but whatever. It's whatever. All I know is that when this guy came out, uh, it was whatever Rawhead. Was- <laughs> well, <laughs> you never heard that with Jamie. <laughs> I know, I know. I I, I just said whatever. I I, I didn't. Rex Rawhead, but whatever. <laughs> but I, I was just trying to think of other movies like that with a standalone creature, and I don't know. Maybe memory is failing me, which wouldn't be a surprise. But I couldn't picture a lot of that at the time. And when he, we were waiting for this movie to come out, and when it came out. It was actually popular. People did talk about it. Hmm. Well, not financially then. 
Well, no, not financially, but I mean, the horror fans took to it. I can tell you that. It's always had a good reputation even since then because he came out, he was a creature, and he killed viciously. And it was cool, you know? Yeah, I heard rental, the rental video stores, that's where this really started gaining momentum. It was maligned by some people. There were people who were its detractors who said it was stupid. I remember, I will never forget this. There was a stand-up comedian at the time. But see, he people I think that were were clearly not horror fans, you know, on the whole. But this stand-up comedian, I will never forget this joke because it just, I just, it struck me as so damn funny at the time. But he was talking about video stores and video store rentals and how if you don't take your movie back, you just rack up all these late fees to the point where you end up having, they just charge you for the movie, you know, if you if your late fees go too far. And then you know that um, videotapes from rental stores were really expensive mm-hmm. uh, if you if you had to replace them. Because, uh, yeah, well, and you remember, like, what they were like. They were heavy. You know, they were, like, really heavy and, and I get more durable, I guess, because they're going to be watched so many times. But anyway, they were crazy expensive. So he's talking about this, and he's like, oh, great. He's like, I've just racked up all these late fees, and now I'm in up having – great. So I am the proud omer, owner of an $85 copy of Pumpkinhead. <laughs> it just <laughs> cracked me up because, look, the, obviously the, the joke was, like, you know, who wants to – no one wants to pay $85 to own pumpkin. I mean, I don't think anybody would. But if, but um, he clearly picked a movie that he thought was a shitty movie to end up owning, you know, as, as the punchline of the joke. You know, so it, it did have its detractors. But I really feel like most horror fans, and I remember that, Dave. Yeah, I was looking forward to this, too. And as far as, like, Fango, I think I still have that issue that has Pumpkinhead on the cover. Wow, so. Nice. I think horror fans were into this because of Stan Winston, because of the uh, the just the cool looking creature effects. Plus, you've got like genre staples like Henriksen who were in this. And honestly, the witch is scary as shit. Oh. I think she is terrifying to me. Her voice, her just her demeanor, the way she looks, her whole like where she lives. I love the set design. I just think it's incredible when they go to dig up pumpkin head and they go to that swampy area with the i love the look everything like i just think it's phenomenal and it's super fun i don't think it gets enough credit you know if you've listened to me for a very long time chances are you have heard me at some point say hey mr harley heard you talking to my grandpa (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. I don't know why, but when that kid goes up to him and he ends up telling him about that, what is her name? Haggis. Haggis. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because I always have to think of Scottish food to remember. Haggis. (laughs) But, um, yeah, when he goes and tells him about that, it just, that always struck me as funny. And I was a nanny a little bit later, and one of the kids I was taking care of, her name was Harley. So I would just go, hey, Miss Harley, heard you talking to my grandpa. <laughs> and she would just giggle, but she had no idea why. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I get it. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> Haggis is amazing. Uh, and that suit that she was, that whole thing she was wearing, that costume weighed 65 pounds. Uh, like it's just so weird wow. just to achieve that look of of this witch yeah, and no everything. Yeah, she was stooped over. Oh yeah. 
Um, that witch, I mean, can they make a movie just based on her? Right. Because you guys know I'm a huge fan of witches. I have been waiting all my life for a movie that basically just focuses on, like, the three witches, you know, that all look like the one from The Wizard of Oz or whatever. But I would even take a witch that looks like this, like, more decrepit and, you know, with the long hair and kind of, like, dressed like this and did these types of things and lived in a place like this, like... Uh, one of my favorite things about uh, Son of Dracula is like where, you know, that old gypsy where she lived that sw- in the swamp and stuff. Like I love like the witches living in the swamp and having spells and all that kind of stuff. And I wish they would just do more with that. So uh, she was great. And one of her big like the great scene was at the end after Pumpkinhead was killed, how she goes and buries him back in the pumpkin patch, and he's all small again, He and he has that crazy look. You know what he looked like? Or, you know, I should say, you know who I think tried to look like him? Remember the movie Trick or Treat from, like, 2007? Yep, I know what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, when when that little guy uh, with the pumpkin head, uh, when he takes, oh, no, not the pumpkin head, like a sack, burlap sack on his head with the eyes and stuff, when he takes that sack off, his head looks like this guy's head when she buries him. I noticed it. Yeah. Because he was all about being a like sort of like a pumpkin, right? Didn't he like uh, get his body ripped apart and it was like pumpkin innards? Yeah, he got shot. And he, yeah, remember that they shot him and the, uh, what you would call it came out? The, um, yeah, the pumpkin seeds and that shit. The yeah, pumpkin yeah. guts. I remember that. Yeah, and he had a pumpkin head. Oh, you must. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so I wonder if it was like taken from, from this. It had to have been. The scene where the kid gets resurrected and he sits up in the car and he's like, what did you do, daddy? Like, that is so eerie and creepy, and you already get this this feeling in your stomach, like, oh, what did I do? Like, such regret. Like, you know this guy messed up. He knows he messed up. And here's his kid, and it's, like, probably another one of those pet cemetery things where they don't want to be alive while they're dead. Mm, yeah. You know, like, that is crazy. Or, like, you ever notice most people who get resurrected don't want it? <laughs> So, <clears throat> this is one of the first movies to do things like that, I guess. But because they're about- out of the bullshit, and you rip them back into the world, and they got to deal with all the bullshit again. <laughs> yeah, it's like this again, and now I'm going to be completely unaccepted. <laughs> so let's talk about Pumpkinhead, like his look, the way he moved, the way they showed full body shots. You know, Stan Winston, his name, Pumpkinhead, uh, his kills. The, I love the name Pumpkinhead, and he looked – he wasn't necessarily supposed to look like a big pumpkin or have a pumpkin head, but he's obviously named that because he was born in the pumpkin patch, which is, is just awesome Halloween shit right there. Um, you got to love that. What do you guys think of the way he uh, he looks and everything and his kills? Oh, it's top notch, man. I love it. It's It's always been the best part of this movie to me. You know? Oh, the, the, straight up. Yeah. Oh, so good. Nowadays, I watch it. It's still great, and it, it's amazing and all that, but I <laughs> I get really sad now in, in, in the, the, the first act, that, that whole thing, being a little older now and having a child and all. It's just – it's a whole different ball game now when I watch it. So I'm kind of bummed out for like the first half, or in the, in the past I wasn't. <laughs> so it, it's – the great stuff is still great. 
Pumpkinhead himself and his kills are vicious. And man, I wish we can get creature design like this nowadays. We just, it's we don't see it. This is 1988, and you know that's when it was great. And now, most of the time, it's not. How did he look in those um, the shitty sequels? I didn't watch him. I, I I didn't watch. I didn't mess with any of it. I I, I only saw part two one time. And I, I didn't bother with any of them. I didn't bother with those Nightmare, uh, Nightmare, with those, um, whatchamacallits, Return of Living Dead sequels. I just, I don't, I don't have time for that made-for-TV shit. Right. Now, nowadays, uh, made-for-TV shit. Nowadays. I'm, I'm not talking about stuff from the 70s and 80s, but if uh, if a oh, franchise starts Dave's out Dave's afraid he's going to piss me off again. <laughs> no, no, I, but I am with you. I do love those those old movies. <laughs> but I did think of you when I said that. You're right. <laughs> He's like, oh shit! First raw head wrecks. Now this, right? <laughs> but I know you feel me on that. If if a series yeah. of starts one way and then all of a sudden it's made for fucking TV, get get out of here with that shit. I don't want it. Granted, I know a lot of people in the community think I'm too dismissive of movies and won't bother with them. Maybe so, but I think I miss a lot of shit and I'm, I'm happy missing a lot of shit. So I have, yeah, I mean, so far you seem to have a pretty good record for watching good stuff. So maybe it's working. Life is short, man. I have no time for shit movies. (laughs) That's how I look at it. Well, that's how I always felt bad for Jason Lloyd. Yeah, well, now he's paying other people to watch for him, so he's okay. He's gotten he's wise. It took time, but now you know, bloody bits VOD specials. He lets everybody else watch those those shit balls. You know, right. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like in the sequels beyond two. I don't think it was bad in part two, like the way his look anyway. But it wasn't uh, wasn't as nuanced or as detailed. But beyond that, I don't know. I never saw him. Have- I didn't even know that there were that many of them. I only thought there were three. So that tells you right there. I've clearly never seen them. Um, right. There's some interesting ideas here. Like even like uh, Lance Hendrickson realizes that not only does he feel what that thing is feeling, but that thing feels what he's feeling. Like, you know, he hurt himself or burned himself or something. And then this pumpkin head character he gets hurt the same way Lance Lance is feeling this pain. So then he realizes the only way to kill him is to kill himself. Now that's a that's a stretch. I'd still do basically anything else I could do uh before I get to that point. But maybe that's all part of it all, you know, like the the witches the the witch granting this to him, it's a curse comes with it and it's yeah, I'll avenge all these people for you through this guy, but you're giving your own life to make this happen because you, I mean, unless, you know, this happens to somebody who doesn't care that these people, he's getting revenge on these people. Like Lance just like, you know, like uh turned over a new leaf midway through the movie. That's the only reason that we came to this conclusion here that he has to kill himself to kill this thing. But normally, I guess if this thing goes and avenges this, the death of somebody for someone, I don't know what happens to Pumpkinhead then to get rid of him. If uh, the guy's okay with him I being around, I think he probably just goes back to sleep. Once yeah, his, that's what I was gonna say. Once the pact is fulfilled, I think he's just done. You know, I feel sorry for like later. Now, of course, you've got the, at least the one guy who's a bit of a jerk, but most of these kids, they're not bad, you right. know. And it was an accident, and they feel really bad about it. I feel sorry for him. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh, man. And I like the yep. fact that Lance 
starts to feel that way too when he realizes that shit what have I done I've gone too far this is not right I think that's a really good emotional turn for him honestly I think Lance Henriksen puts in a really good performance emotionally here like with first when we see the the death of his son and how devastating that is to him Hmm. and then later when he's you know he's got all this anger and rage and he goes to Haggis and asks her to do this and then later on when he realizes the consequences of his actions there and you can see the emotional weight that that has on him you know the the death of all these kids on his head like it's i I think he does a really good job and i feel him like all the way through it i feel each and every beat that that he hits emotionally i also really think it's a nice touch at the end um how the face of Pumpkinhead changes yeah, to look like Lance. To look like him. Yeah, I just think that's a really, really nice touch. Because you could have kept it just a straightforward... I mean, obviously it drives the point home, but you didn't have to go that far because it could just be a generic creature. But I think... And it's subtle, too, because I, th- I feel like some people might even miss it. But I, l- I love the fact that they did that. I think it's nice. Yeah, nice touches. Uh so Lance basically is one really strange scene where Lance blows his head off and then he continues to walk around and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, what the hell? Normally you can't walk around after you blow your brains out. At this point, Lance Hendrickson himself starts turning into a demon, which is really strange, but that makes uh killing him a lot easier for us to handle like when now the girl has to kill him so now it's easier for her to cope with it well he's turning into a demon anyway so now i don't feel bad that i'm killing the guy whose kid we killed and as viewers we were okay with it because it's like oh well i guess he has to go if he's turning into a demon too so that's all interesting uh and that's when the face change you know happens i think with the pumpkin um but yeah the kills in this movie, let's not gloss over those. Those are some of the highlights. Like the one you get, you push the one through a window. And the, my favorite is when he holds the girl really high up, like grabs her by the head and just pulls her straight up and then just drops her on the rock and her body just snaps across the rock and stuff. Yeah. The one he, he stabs, uh, I think of the asshole of the movie, I think it was, he stabs him with a shotgun, uh, Michael Myers Halloween 4 style. Like, impales him with a gun and just holds him up. How weird was that? I was happy about it. That was before Halloween 4 though, right? 88? Wasn't that 89? Oh no, that was 88 too. Yeah, same year. I think this is much better. We don't even really see the the end result in Halloween Four. Here, he, he picks him up, and you see that he's impaled, and he holds him up. You're like, yeah, you know. Well, there she goes through a door. <laughs> yeah, I guess it just this this sticks out to me more apparently because yeah, you're right. She does go through a door, but this is more, more impressive to me. And I remember the first time I saw it, I'm like, ah, don't shoot him. I don't I don't like seeing you know. Shotgun kills in my horror. Oh movie. yeah, I'd rather see Dave notoriously right? does not like guns in horror films. Yeah, fuck this shit. So Wait, what are <laughs> these? from the bad guys. Yeah, I was gonna say he shot him six times. He likes that. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't well, like the bad different. guys using guns. I know. I'm just kidding. So when the guy's holding his little pumpkin head, hold is holding the gun right up to him. I'm like, oh, I don't shoot him, and he didn't. Instead, he fucking does the right thing. This is a horror movie. Picks him up and shish kebabs him. You know, ah, oh, love that shit. 
fun. You know what, how do you don't you love the fact that these townspeople know what's up to and they are like visibly terrified when they realize that Pumpkinhead is out and about? <laughs> I so love cool. that. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Too. You know, like I would and I'm I'm imagining like if this were me, like imagine like you're looking out your window and you see him go walking past your window. I'd be like, oh, I'll f- that, you know, like I'm hiding on the floor, like a Jehovah's Witnesses at the door or something, <laughs> and um, I'm like just ducking down, like really. I mean, I don't know. It freaks me out just thinking about like something like that, and everybody knows what it is, and everybody knows what he does, and like I don't know. I, I love that about it that there's this whole lore attached to it. Mm-hmm. It's like one, two, Freddy's coming for you, except it's only in a small area. Uh, yeah. You know, because they're singing the song in the beginning, Pumpkinhead, or whatever the hell. I don't know how it goes, but it's like 10 minutes long, that song. You know? <laughs> but, oh, I thought we were going to get Steve singing. <laughs> I don't know anything. Pumpkinhead. Pumpkin, I, I have no idea what they, what they do. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get you or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> He's going to get you. <laughs> Nobody's getting anybody. Stop it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, what are your wrap-up thoughts and ratings of this? Okay, my wrap-up thoughts, I'm going to make a joke or two really quick. I don't understand why uh, the kid is even there because his wife died in 78, and this is 88, and that kid is under the age of 10. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck is up with that. Uh, I don't understand why the one kid <laughs> doesn't tell his father that he snuck around and, and took Harley over to the witch how come nobody is questioning why Pumpkinhead is out there? You know what I mean? But whatever. You would think wow. you say, hey, what happened? How did, they, how, did, how did this happen? I told them not to go to the witch. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, a couple, couple small things. There's a couple Friday the 13th similarities. The cabins kind of remind me of Friday. The one, just a machete sitting on the table, and they're sitting out there, and I get a little Friday vibe. But anyway, just a couple of things. And <laughs> the best line is, God damn you. And then she said, he already has, son. He already has. Yeah, I love that. asshole. Right? And Holly. <laughs> but anyway. And Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's great. I have a lot of fun with it. This is uh, this is four out of five for me. Nice. Jamie, how about you? Woo! Can't argue with that. I'm going to say it's uh, it's really fun. I like it. I like this creature feature. I like that. I think it's got some genuinely scary parts. Like I said, like I would just be hunkering down and we go see Haggis. That shit scares me. The thought of bringing the dead back to life just always creeps me out. The the you know murder demons. That's I, I love everything about this. It's a good time and the effects are phenomenal uh which should really be no surprise considering who's behind it so i'm gonna say 4.5 wow nice nice yeah i really like this too i give it a 3.5 out of 5 i think it's a great premise i think great casting i mean um the probably think the teenagers could have been cast a little bit better more memorable type yeah People, stuff like Maybe that. Maybe some of them looking more like teenagers because <laughs> not twenty-seven year old, thirty-five years old. <laughs> the the one thing I always feel like is a drawback for this movie is that the lighting is too dark for me, like way too dark. Uh, you gotta illuminate something here, and I know the tone you're going for, but it just doesn't come off as relatable because like nothing in real life looks like this, you know. So it's like. 
when you constantly have this really dark light, you can barely see anything that's going on. It just kind of takes me out of it a little bit. But uh, I love the pumpkin head design. I love how it's practical. I love the originality of it. They didn't go with a slasher and all that stuff that was going on during this time. They went with like some creature feature. Like Dave said, it's pretty rare. You got ghoulies. You got the trolls things. You have um, the hobgoblins or whatever that movie's called. You got Rawhead Rex (laughs) or or something. Who cares? And then you have this. <laughs> so yeah, oh, the the kills put this over the top. Lance Hendrickson's performance is great. So good, good stuff. Saying anything, I didn't realize that Stan Winston had directed seven things. Yeah, uh, really? this this of course was his first. So I cut him a little slack with some things that you know that's why I rated so high because this was his directorial debut. But um, yeah, he actually directed seven things. I didn't know he did a gnome named Norm. Guns and Roses, you could be mine. Video, what? really? Um, yeah. T two three D Battle Across Time video. Ghosts, which was a short. Michael Jackson's Ghosts, which was okay. So he really only did two feature length films. So it was Pumpkinhead and a gnome named Norm. Um, of those two, I would say Pumpkinhead is the better one. But uh, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> If we're missing out all these years on a gnome named Norm, and it's great. Yeah. Well, I've actually seen it. It's a cute movie, but it is um, it is no pun. <laughs> oh, I never heard of it. Wow, that's crazy. Okay. Are you going to make us watch Rawhead Rex, Jamie? I might now. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. 